Hi, my name is Olivia Healy, and I'm going to be doing a podcast today. My podcast is on Teach Like a Champion 2.0 by Doug Lamoff. The technique that I'm working with today is technique number 19. It's called the double plan. The double plan is that as you plan a lesson, you want to make sure you're planning what the students do at each point in the class, not just what the teacher does. It's natural for teachers to write lessons that focus on what just they will be doing. That's the first thing we learn in school. We learn how to write a lesson plan. We want to make sure we're really focusing on our students now, though. It's really crucial for student engagement that we map out and plan exactly what they will be doing at, through each part of the lesson. A great way to do this is through a T-chart. I usually put teachers on the left and students on the right, and I write at every point in every minute of the lesson what each party will be doing. It really forces you to see the lesson through the student's eyes because typically when we're planning lessons, we only see it through the teacher's eyes and it's really important to do both. So we have six goals in regards to the double plan. The first goal is that everything is in one place. So we wanna make a packet. It's a great way to have everything in one place for our double plan. A packet can include graphs, tables, maps, primary source documents, sometimes novel excerpts, places to write, and more. It's basically having everything just in your students' hands at the beginning of a unit, and then we don't have to pass out papers or make copies or anything throughout the unit. They all just have the whole packet. It's important for teachers to have their own copy of this packet with detailed margin notes because they can write down their hot questions that they're going to ask students throughout the lesson and really guide students where they want this lesson to go. In regards to classroom walls, it's very important that teachers hang things that are going to help and not harm the students. I have noticed in my practicums that some walls in classrooms that I have seen can be overstimulating sometimes. Sometimes the clutter is too much and it's very distracting from the learning that is supposed to be going on in the classroom. And it's very important for the teacher to be aware of exactly their class and their students and how what they do with the walls is going to affect them. And each class is different and each student is different. On to goal number two. Goal number two is synergy with pacing. So it says that a well-designed packet supports airtight pacing because it minimizes transaction costs involved with switching between tasks, formats, and activities. So this is what I was saying a little bit earlier. Having a packet really helps with pacing because it minimizes that transition time, that time where you're passing out papers, that time where you're collecting papers, etc. As a teacher that's learning through the, my practicums, I know that pacing is really, really hard. It's something that we all work very hard on to become the best teacher we can be. This goal of having everything in a packet all together really helps with pacing. And it's a really good idea to help get our students from point A to point B in the most efficient way possible. We really want our students to take the shortest path from point A to point B. Point A being lack of knowledge and understanding and point B being durable long-term knowledge and understanding. 
And our job as teachers is to get our students there and make them successful and support them along the way. On to goal number three. Goal number three is engineered for accountability. So double planning with packets, it really forces you to consider how at each step you will hold these students accountable for both the content and the quality of their work. It's really important to hold students accountable because if you don't, students might slack off, they might not care, but if you tell them and they know that they are accountable for this work, they'll show you that. They will show you that they can do it. They want to do it. And having this packet shows them, these are your assignments. This is what we will be doing throughout this unit. And if you look at the last page, this is what we're building up to. And they're going to want to get there. They're going to want to see that last page on the first day of the unit and think to themselves, I'll be able to finish this last page by the end of the unit. And that's a goal that will hold them accountable. We want to have a clear roadmap, and this packet really allows for that. Students can see where they're going. On to goal number four. Goal number four is synergy with checking for understanding. We want to assess our students throughout any lesson, all the time. We want to informally assess, and we want to formally assess. This can be done multiple different ways. We could circulate, and we could see how our students are doing. We could do turn and talks and circulate. We could do independent work and so circulate. We can create exit tickets that really give us an idea of where our students are and how they're doing with the material that we are working with. In regards to the packets, it might not be the easiest form to collect work that students are doing, but something that I've found very useful is maybe just having them leave their packet open, open to a certain page that they have completed during lunch and then the teacher can go around and grade or look at or just observe how they're doing while they're gone out of the classroom. It's really, really important for teachers to constantly assess so they know where to go with their next lesson. Students sometimes need more enrichment with a certain subject and sometimes they need some extension and we need to differentiate as teachers on what each of our student needs because one size does not fit all in an entire classroom. Each student is different. Goal number five is success oriented. So. The most effective double planners, they wire their packets to help as many students as possible. We want them to meet or exceed the high standard of excellence. So doing this, obviously we want to see our lesson from the student's perspective because we want them to be successful. We need them to meet these objectives. And doing this will help our students practice success techniques, preparing them to self-monitor the quality of their work, whether it's in the subject we're doing or a different subject. We want them to be successful. We want them to know that they can be successful. Goal number six is embedded adaptability. So strong double plan teachers, we recognize that our lesson plans are living breathing documents that can help us respond to the evolving needs of our children. These packets aren't set in stone. They're not concrete. If you need to add a page, you have to add a page. If you need to skip something, you skip something. And we need to remember this going through because if you get too stuck to your packet, 
you're not teaching as effectively as you need to be. You need to be flexible as a teacher and you need to understand that your students individually and as a whole group all need something different. So if the whole group needs more enrichment or more extension, you do that as a whole group. If certain individual students need something, you pull small groups and you address each individual need throughout the unit. In conclusion, it's really important to double plan. You need to be diligent when you're making your lesson plans and you need to make it a habit. Lesson plans need to be meaningful and they need to be planned down to the minute what the teacher and what the student will be doing throughout it. It's really important to stop focusing on just what you will be doing because I have noticed that when I do that, sometimes I end up getting to the classroom and I'm like, wow, all of my students are just sitting here and they don't have any engagement. So it's really important to think about your students, not only what they will be doing, but what they will be working on and what they will be thinking about and what questions they might ask. It's, imp- it's important to plan all of these things. And I have noticed as a future teacher that the more I plan, the better my lesson is. And doing so with this double plan has given me much more efficient and effective lessons. And I have seen my students succeed through me using this double plan. So I hope you find some of this information useful and I hope you try out some of the techniques um, within the double plan and I will see you next time.